0: Hello, I hope everyone is having a great start to your week. I want to know today if you have ever had any homesteading fails. Welcome to the Homestead Challenge podcast, where we will finally figure out how to make homesteading work in this modern world. I'm your host, Brittany, kind of crunchy mom and fellow modern homesteader. I've walked the path you're on, navigating burnout, overwhelm, information overload, serious lack of time, and uncertainty of where to even start. But I've also discovered a way to integrate homesteading into my modern busy life. If you're itching to kick off your homesteading journey on your terms, you're in the right spot. In each episode of this podcast, I'll be dishing out quick and straightforward homesteading tips, sharing home management systems, and providing modern solutions that fit seamlessly into your suburban lifestyle. Ready to turn your homesteading goals into a reality? Join me and together we'll navigate the world of homesteading in a way that suits our lives. So grab that sourdough starter from the back of your fridge, girl. It's time to rise. So at the time I'm recording this, it was yesterday. I actually posted making elderberry gummies. Now I have made elderberry syrup like several times and the mix I always used, to the blend of herbs was really good. Um, we didn't mind the taste too much and you kind of like the kids take it out of a syringe like they would a medicine or something. So I don't know if we just weren't tasting it very much. Um, I think I was, was I taking it out of a syringe? I'm not sure I heard if I was mixed. I don't think I was just drinking it. I don't remember, um, <laughs> it was only a year ago but I don't remember. I haven't made anything yet for this year. So it has been on my list for way too long to make the gummies this year. And um, I've had this stuff since last year and I have never tried it, so I was like, okay, it's finally time to try this. I keep seeing people make this on Instagram. Let's, you know, find the best recipe online that has the highest stars and let's try it. We made them and you guys, they were so bad. Like disgusting. Like I don't even I can't try like keep eating them. I think that I'm the kids might, at least for a little while, but I don't think that we will get to finish them, which is really sad. Luckily, it was just like a cup of elderberries, so it wasn't like the worst waste ever. But I still hate to throw them away. I don't know what to do. But oh my goodness, you guys, they tasted so bad. Why does nobody talk about this? Um, Obviously, since I didn't hate the elderberry syrup that I made in the past, there's definitely got to be ways to make this taste better. But I just think it's so funny that... People always show all the cool things that they're doing, and then no one talks about how sometimes it doesn't really work out. So if you had any funny fails, I would love to know. Share them with me on Instagram. Um, This one was not so funny, but it was funny probably the face that I made when I tried one because they were not delicious. And I use like a lot of honey. Maybe that would be the key would be to just use even more honey next time. So anyways, that's not even what we're talking about today. Today, I want to talk about things that are maybe a little bit easier to do than elderberry gummies. We're going to talk about the 10 habits to incorporate homesteading into your everyday life. So this is not those special one-time, your once-a-year things that um, I'm talking about, like making the syrup or the gummies. It's not like big things. This is just little things that we can do every single day or every week, whatever it may be that can kind of lead us into a homesteading life, even if we're not doing any of those other big things. Starting out homesteading can be really intimidating. So I want to just talk about the things that I think you can do that are super simple, that can really make a huge impact. All right, number one, create home habits. So if your regular home is like a total disaster mess, um, just, you know, doesn't matter which kind of living you are, if you're doing homesteading, or if you're doing non-toxic living, if you're not. If your home is a total mess, don't add on any more tasks to that right now. You need to fix your home first before starting out anything new. Uh, I highly recommend the Systemize Your Life podcast uh, with Chelsea Joe. She has helped me so much. I've been using her systems since November, and I honestly feel like my house is a whole new place. I still have major areas to work on since moving. My basement's kind of a disaster, and we have way too many toys after Christmas, like many of us do, so things are never perfect, and they're not going to be, and that is totally fine. But I finally found some systems that really made me feel like I have more time, and um, creating kind of a a cleaning system for my house has made a lot of the areas feel a lot better. Uh, Still have a long way to go there, but now I actually do feel like I can take on more things, like that's the reason why I finally made these gummies that I've been meaning to make all season long, uh, because I finally feel like I have a grasp on my house. So before you incorporate anything, be it learning how to can, learning how to do sourdough, try to get a system in place. I think that you'll feel a lot better, and these things might not feel so overwhelming to start incorporating if you do that. All right, number two, freeze any veggie scraps that you have. So if you're cutting carrots, if you're cutting onions and you have the peels, uh, celery tops and or celery that's gone a little sad and you don't wanna use it anymore, um, freeze them. So if you don't have compost, freezing's even easier. You literally just pile it up. And then the reason that you freeze them is because Eventually, when you do learn how to make broth, if you have not done that yet, then you can just incorporate it into that routine. And those can go, um, if you're making broth in the Instant Pot or on the stove, whatever, just goes right in with uh, your bones or whatever you're doing. And it is a way to get free vegetables to put right in there because you're just using all of the scraps. So that's a great way to reduce waste and save some money. So number three is to compost the rest. So if you have way too many veggie scraps or other stuff that you don't wanna put in like a stock or a broth, then you can compost. And there are so many different ways to compost. Um, I'm going to link some sources for you there to get started. You can compost if you're in an apartment. They have little tiny composters that you can use. Some of the better ones are a little bit pricier though, but if you want a cheaper system, worms are the way to go. But honestly, I'm a little bit of a snowflake and don't really want to deal with worms. So I didn't go that route. When I was living in military housing, I used a tumbler because I wasn't able to make a pile. Um, Tumblers are like, I don't know, I would say a medium price kind of range. Obviously, they're not for everybody. They cost way more than just creating a compost heap. They're like, I want to say mine was around $180 or so, but I've had it for several years and There's no signs of wear. I'm going to continue using it. I feel like I'll probably have it forever. So it was a good investment for me, especially because I was in a rental house. There was no way for me to compost in a big pile there. But the free way is to create a compost heap. And you can do that even if you're living in the suburbs. There's no reason not to. Uh, I guess maybe in some nicer neighborhoods, you might not be allowed So. You know, don't take my word for that, but you can do composting directly in your garden. Uh, So my friend's mom does this and it's really cool. I will probably try this this year and just add that on to another way that I compost. All right, number four. I've talked about it before, but you've got a meal plan. Doesn't matter if you're homesteading or not, you have to meal plan. I promise you it saves you so much time and so much money You don't have to be super strict on it either. Like I meal plan weekly or monthly, depending on how good I'm being. If I'm being really good, it's monthly. Right now we're just doing weekly. And yeah, I try to build in like a buffer day. So if I don't feel like eating something one day, I'll just switch it out for something that I had, um, you know, another day of that week. So what I do is since I buy my meat in bulk uh, every Sunday, I go ahead and defrost all the meat for the week. I put it in a little tray in my fridge. It's a, it's actually like an old baking sheet and that way it can all defrost there and the, if anything leaks, it's all contained. I know exactly where all the meat is. It's in the perfect spot. And then I can you know kind of switch around those meals with what I'm really feeling. So that helps me a lot. And I truly think that by doing that, you will stick to healthier eating, more from scratch eating. You gotta have the meat defrosted or you're gonna order pizza. I'm saying this to myself. All right, next is DIY cleaning supplies. I've talked about this before, but it's so simple to make. You probably already have white vinegar at home, but if you don't, you can literally get it at any grocery store and it's super cheap. Uh, Some of the veggie scraps that maybe you don't want to put in your broth might go in there, like citrus. Um, Any of your citrus scraps can go right into the vinegar, let it sit for a while, maybe add some rosemary if you're getting crazy. Um, I have all sorts of different recipes, but truly anything in the vinegar, that's like the easiest DIY cleaning supplies to make and will make you start to live a little bit cleaner life. Sorry if you hear blocks in the background, Jack is building a way back there. All right, number six is infusing your drinking water with herbs. So that sounds kind of scary. Also, (laughs) It's just tea, and you can have tea hot or cold. <laughs> um, technically, it's a tisane. We're not getting into that right now. But um, infusing your water with herbs can be super simple. I made over the summer something that went in the Botanical Anthology magazine that is one of my favorites. It was blackberry infused in uh, water with marshmallow root, and it is super hydrating. It's basically like a Gatorade for... You know, homesteaders, I don't know. Healthy Gatorade, not very much sugar. I think I added some honey to it and some lemon, so good. Uh, You can pick really any herbs that speak to you. Peppermint would be great. Um, If you're making a tea, I add nettle to like every single tea because I feel like it's super nourishing. Uh, Infusing your water, whether hot or cold, can be a great way to get started. Even if you're thinking maybe about dipping into some herbs this year, That's a really, really simple way to get started. All right, number seven, collecting rainwater. So there's a lot of different methods for doing this. I went the easy, lazy route and I just have a rain barrel. So collecting rainwater is so easy because you don't do anything. (laughs) You literally just buy a bucket or set up some kind of system that you wanna do. And then nothing else. And then you can just feel like, oh, well, hey, I'm ready for my garden because I'm doing this very passive thing of collecting rainwater. And now I have you know, a source of extra water if needed. If the power goes, or not the power goes out, the water, <laughs> you can't use your water for any reason. It's not for drinking, but you can certainly use it for the toilets or whatever situation you might need that kind of water for. And you can obviously use it to water your garden, which is the main point. Number eight, move your body. You don't have to like exercise or want to exercise, but if you're gardening or biking or walking or you do like working out, all of these things are great and they will make other homesteading tasks a lot easier, especially if you're doing hardcore gardening this summer. Starting now, I think is probably a good idea. Again, speaking to myself here, but truly, I think in the winter, we all forget to move our body, but it is one of the most important things that we can do for not getting sick as, as much. So if you start to feel like you're getting sick, sometimes like really good walk or, you know, if you have an access to a treadmill or a bike or something like that, it can really flush it out. Um, really getting, getting all of your systems moving is, is very important and to keeping yourself healthy over the winter. Number nine, reduce, reuse, and repurpose. So this is, you know, I've talked about my my journey to homesteading has started from a sustainability standpoint. So this is super important to me and something that I always am trying to get better at. And sometimes I'm good at sometimes I'm not. So reduce, of course, you want to be consuming less. And this is As a person who is naturally a spender consumer, this is very hard for me, but something that I've definitely gotten better at over the past few years. Reusing things, uh, you know, and repurposing things kind of go hand in hand, but I don't know. So when I got rid of all of the plastic containers from my kitchen that I no longer used because I didn't want to use plastic in the kitchen anymore. Okay, well then I use those for the kids' art supplies. So the best thing you can do is to not get rid of all of the stuff that you are decluttering or whatnot right now, but to actually reuse it in good ways. Obviously, if it's junk and just gonna keep decluttering your house, then please donate it, get rid of it, whatever. But learning how to rethink items is definitely a homesteading principle that you can start now no matter where you're at. And then number 10, take time to learn and implement. So here's the thing. I take so much time to learn. I love reading the homesteading books. I love listening to the podcasts. I love watching YouTube videos, all of it. But we have to make sure that we are implementing as well. So I think that one of the best things that you could do is to try to just learn one task at a time. We keep, you know, I'll watch a canning video and then watch a video about starting seeds and then watch this and that. And and it gets like super overwhelming, especially if you're looking at buying supplies that you don't already have. Like, come on, Brittany, calm down a little bit. Like I'm not, I don't have the, the budget for all of this at one time either. So let's try to take time to learn one thing at a time and then implement that. And then once you've implemented that and incorporated it into your everyday life, then you can move on to the next thing. I think that that is the best way to make this more of like a long-term life change, which is why we all want this homesteading life, right? Like the reason that we're here is because we want to be more intentional, uh, find more contentment. We want to probably live more naturally, um, more sustainably, all of the things. And if we're not actually implementing these things or we're trying to do it all at once and get burnt out, then it's not sustainable and it's not something that we'll keep doing forever. So by taking the time to learn and implement one at a time, I think it's just a really great way for you to start out this journey and actually get it done. Your homework today is number one, make sure that your home systems are in place so that your normal cleaning, your normal just routine, everything is kind of in check before you start these homesteading tasks. I highly recommend, like I said, the Systemize Your Life podcast, but any kind of organization system or um, cleaning routine or something that actually works for you and doesn't feel overwhelming for you, start to implement that. Look at everything in your life, in your home. Uh, If you need to write out all of this stuff, you can. I don't recommend using to-do lists, which if you, uh, start to listen to Chelsea Joe, you'll kind of understand why, but you can definitely do a brain dump right now of all of the things in your home that don't feel great that you want to upgrade up level. It doesn't matter. You know, the things aren't necessarily bad. It just we all have a little bit of tweaking we can do. And let's get those things in place this over the next month or so before we start uh, incorporating some new things. I think that that is good for any of us, whether it's majorly overhauling the systems you have in place, or just tweaking a few things, Uh, maybe decluttering a few things. That's definitely what I will be doing. So let me know your homework. I would love if you could share it in our Facebook community. You can always um, Instagram DM me as well if you'd ever want to chat about anything that I talk about on the show. I'm always up for, for a chat about any of this kind of stuff because it totally lights me up and makes me excited. And I hope it makes you excited too. I'm so happy to be here with all of you on your homesteading journeys. I would love to, if you guys could also tell me like, what are you working on homesteading wise? Is there anything that you are learning to do right now or something that's like the number one burning thing that you want to know how to do? Tell me, um, you could always request a topic too. So if there's something that you really want to know how to do and you would like specific instruction for leave feedback on the show in the show notes, I have, um, a topic request form. So fill that out and let me know because the whole reason that I'm here is to try to help you. So please tell me what you need help with. I would love to know. All right, I'll talk to you later this week. I hope everyone has a great one. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Homestead Challenge podcast. I hope our time together has empowered you to take meaningful steps on your homesteading journey. If you've enjoyed our conversation and found value in today's tips, please take a moment to leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to me and it helps others discover the podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. Connect with me on Instagram. You can find me at Brittany L. Gibson. The link is in the show notes. Share your favorite takeaways from the episode, ask questions, or suggest topics of what you'd like to hear in the future. For an even deeper dive into the homesteading community, join our Facebook group where other suburban homesteading mamas share their experiences, ask questions, and support each other on their unique homesteading journeys. Just search for the Homestead Challenge community on Facebook and request to join. Remember, every small step on your homesteading path is a victory. Whether you're nurturing plants on your windowsill or mastering the art of sourdough, you're making a difference. Keep at it. Until next time, let's watch our homesteads flourish together.